Well, <laughs> no more landscaper, I guess. All right, you're getting in my head. You get. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to start? Um, no, I got it. Okay. I got it. Um, so I am Taylor Parsons, and this is Allie Parsons, uh, my wife. Um, and we have been re Redeemer maybe going on five years, I think. Uh, maybe you a little less than me. Mm -hmm. um, and we are currently living in the Hobson house. Um, yeah, so the Hobson house is a house that's owned by Redeemer. Um, it is a place that they put in either singles or couples for the last two years or two rounds. It's been two couples um, that they have put into this house to be an intentional um intentional neighbors in the community of Avondale. So Redeemer kind of um, understood that a lot of the members of Redeemer do not actually live in the neighborhood that they're trying to, to reach out to. And so um, by us living in the community, we get to know the needs of the community pretty well. Um, we get to be good neighbors and just um, give them kind of access into what Redeemer is and um, serve them in ways that we might not be able to if we didn't live next to them. So we've been there for now a solid year. Fourth of July was our one year mark. Um, we celebrated with fireworks. <laughs> um, and we'll be in there for one more year. So it's been a wild ride and we're really excited about this next year. Um, I have no idea what's in store for us, but God is doing really, really cool things in Avondale. Taylor and I, we've been married almost two years. Um, we actually met at where I work now at the Christian Service Mission when I was an intern there in college um, as a nutrition major. And now I work there full time as their garden director and kind of do urban food ministry. And you do what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm a landscaper. Uh, I own a landscaping business um, with a partner. Um, and surprisingly, recently, uh, business has really picked up. Uh, I guess everybody being at home for quarantine, uh, maybe notice they, they need their grass cut or they need some replacement, uh, sod or shrubs or whatnot. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so we both work with plants all day. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then we actually are deacons of the Redeemer garden as well. Um, which is what we started, um, before we were married together, we just started playing in the garden, um, with, the existing kind of community members that worked there um, just fell in love with it and just really saw this need. Um, it has just been a blessing, especially during COVID, uh, because, I mean, people aren't gathering inside. They're trying to social distance. So what better place in a garden, mm -hmm. you know, um, to come out, be active, get some sunlight and fresh air, um, come spend some time with your neighbors and your uh church brothers and sisters and um, have good conversation and get your hands dirty and uh, produce some cool stuff people get to use. Um, it's been awesome. Yeah. Um, and with that too, with COVID going on, so when we first moved into the Hobson House, we had already been doing a lot of, um, I wouldn't say even ministry, we just had befriended a lot of homeless people, especially homeless men. Um, for whatever reason, God just called us into a lot of relationships like that. Um, yeah. And then with COVID, um, that actually really changed. So, um, because Avondale is just this entertainment district that provides a lot of income for homeless people, um, all of a sudden it was shut down and we saw 
all of our friends kind of leave. <laughs> so it was really weird. Um, and, and it wasn't instant. It was, it took a few weeks, um, for them to realize like things are drying up down here. And we provided them with Redeemer's help, a lot of resources, like, um, even like clothing and, um, food, um, but that's just not sustainable. And a lot of these people, um, couldn't get into shelters all of a sudden cause they were closed down. And, um, so a lot of them just kind of disappeared and these people don't have phones. We can't contact them. So we're just carrying them in prayer right now. Yeah. Um, however, that led to a really neat opportunity to pursue our neighbors with more intensity. Um, most of our neighbors honestly were either furloughed or, um, put a lot of restaurant workers, for sure. a lot of, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of restaurants and bartenders um, and, you know, people kind of entertainment. Yeah. Um, um, so they were kind of without anything to do. A lot of single adults yeah. too live down here. There are people, um, <laughs> that we, we see in the garden, um, that are starting to ask questions That's about, it. um, Christianity, uh, people who were opposed to it, people who had rough upbringings and, uh, kind of feel burned by the church. Um, but through building a relationship, um, in the garden and constant checking in and dinners, um, they're starting to open up and, and talk about different things. And, uh, this has happened with multiple people. I'm starting to ask questions, uh, you know, what, what is my relationship to God? You know, who are we as humans? Uh, and, and who is God? Um, and if God is good, why does something yeah, like this exactly. happen? And, and is there one God? And is there, you know, people starting to ask these questions um, that when we first met them, they never would have asked. Mm -hmm. um, and that is truly like we just see so much answered prayer right now of just it's taken us a whole year, I think, to even get our foot in the door with a lot of these people. Because a lot of them. see some fruit. Yeah. Good fruit. A lot of them are just really skeptical of us because we are blatantly churchgoers and um, we're different than them. And so it's just, it's been so sweet to see God open those um, relationships to be yeah. deeper and to have those questions asked of us and feel like we're trusted and um, that there are actually friends enough of us to, um, to ask the hard things. Yeah. So it's been cool. But honestly, we've seen probably more good um, than bad come from COVID. Mm -hmm. um, we've had more opportunities to to talk to people about real life. You know, as as people were scared about, you know, their family falling ill, parents, grandparents, as people are, are worried about, you know, losing their jobs and and maybe have lost their jobs. Uh, people tend to open up and you know want to talk about the hard stuff. Um, which kind of leads down the road of, hey, what does all this even mean? You know, and and that's where um, we can kind of say, hey, it's all about Jesus, um, which is awesome because, you know, when other when other other times do you get to to talk to people about um, stuff that they're actually um, really walking through? So I really think before COVID, we we're kind of running ourselves really thin um, with just trying to do it all and um, having people over, you know, three or four times a week or um, 
and then also doing all of our scheduled things like home group and, you know, dinners with family and, um, you know, church felt like a work day almost to us. Um, carpooling people and then having a home group at our house. We were in two home groups. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we felt a little bit um, just dry spiritually. And that's not where you want to be when you're doing ministry. That just is not going to produce fruit because we have realized so deeply how truly powerless and weak we are um, without the Lord guiding us and um, using us in the way that he wants us to be used. So I think COVID actually for us gave us this breath um, to rethink a lot of things Mm -hmm. and to step back and prioritize what was truly of the Lord and what was just busy Um, and what we were doing out of like even just obligation or guilt um, instead of like pursuing the relationships that he had clearly set before us to pursue. So I think that really strengthened my faith and gave me time and time together um, just to really dig into the word and um, to know him better so that we can share more about him. Um, if we don't know him, how are we going to do that? So yeah, that was for me. I would say for me, um, I tend to be a pretty practical guy. Um, and I live my life sometimes in a way, um, I can, you know, prepare too much for the future. Uh, but I would say the Lord has really strengthened my faith. Um, in him, honestly, um, and not in myself and not in leaders or politicians or, um, officials that say this or that, but that the ultimately the Lord is in control. Um, that at the end of the day, he is sovereign and his will is going to be done. Um, and it's just about us hopping on that and trusting in him and trusting in his provisions and trusting in his guidance um, in our lives and uh, maybe just shutting off the TV for a while and um, saying no to fear. Um, Mm. Just really building faith in in God and that he's sovereign and that he's got us. Um, Whether we get sick or not, whether we lose our job or not, um, the Lord is good and he is sovereign. 